I'm Sean Fitzpatrick, and you're watching Rugby Wrapper. Brought to you by our friends of the British Council. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in New York City, talking rugby. And this time we're talking super rugby. We're going global, folks. And we got uh, special guests calling in from New Zealand and South Africa. We have Mr. Jamie Wall, the Jamie Wall, calling in from Auckland. And we've got, and that's New Zealand for the folks at home that don't know that. And we've got Mr. Uh, Johan LaRue calling in from just outside Cape Town. We've got a South African and a Kiwi. Hold on to your hats, folks. Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, Jamie. Hey, Matt. How are you? It's great to be here again. And uh, Mr. LaRue, welcome to you as well. Thank you very much, Matt. It's great to be with you. All right, let's start with you first, my friend. This is your first time on the show. Jamie's a seasoned veteran of Rugby Wrap-Up. Uh, so let's let's get you right into the into the mix. Will South Africa be in Super Rugby come 2020 when the current contract is up? Because you've got teams making the exodus up to Pro 14 Rugby. So what's your thought on that? I think what, what we're seeing now, and, and I just started mentioning it, is the fact that these teams, the, the Kings and the Cheetahs, are now playing in the, the Pro 14. There are already a number of those players who have gone to play in the competition we've actually signed contracts or have been have been pointed to sign contracts with some of the teams that they are playing against and the, the, the matter in south africa is that our rand can't compete with the european currency so i think if south africa wants to want to make a bold move and they want to make a good financial move then we will take our teams to go and play over in europe and to this competition because it makes a lot more sense uh, in terms of time zones. It's uh, a lot easier flights and the travel won't have it all. And also, I think there will be a little bit more money to be made. The problem is New Zealand is the best team in the world at the moment and we want to continue to compete against the best teams in the world. And I uh, also know, of course, Saru and New Zealand rugby and Australia rugby, they all have very good relationships. So it's a, a big decision that Saru wants to make. I spoke to a couple of their people uh, just uh, recently and and they all seem to be convinced that the South African teams will be staying in the Super Rugby competition, and they believe that there's a future there. But, but of course, uh, when the, the big decisions need to be made, I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be loyalty that is going to count or if it is the currency that's going to count more. Yep. All right, so, Jamie, uh, can Super Rugby survive if the South African teams do take off? Yeah, yeah, really interesting question. Um, at the moment, uh, given the current state of the competition and the way it's gone over the last few years, uh, I would say that if tomorrow um, the South African team said they were leaving, I think that some form of Super Rugby could continue and continue to be successful um, just simply because the games between the New Zealanders at the moment are so good and the, com the, the competitiveness uh, is what it is. Uh, respect to the Australian teams, I mean, I feel like uh, Australian rugby just needs a quick shot in the arm and it can get back up to where it was. It wasn't that long ago that I was won the entire competition. Um, the, the feeling from New Zealand um, regarding South African teams is, yes, it's great when the New Zealanders go and play them in South Africa. Uh, however, when they come to New Zealand, it's often a bit of a mismatch because it's such a long way to go 
uh, for them. New Zealand teams, I feel like, get a handle on touring, and um, the players in the New Zealand team seem to be a bit more experienced, so a lot of them have been there before, whereas a lot of the South African guys coming over here, uh, it's their first time, um, and there's not that much ex- expectations on them. Um, however, I've got to say, at the moment, um, the way this season's going, it's, it's been uh, really impressive the way that the South African teams have been playing. Um, the Sharks and the Bulls in particular are playing some uh, really, really attractive rugby. Uh, now, whether they want to be keep playing that sort of rugby, I think, uh, is a big part of whether they'll stay. Um, if they were to go and play in Europe, um, there's a completely different style of play uh, up there. Whether South Africans want to be watching them play that sort of rugby, uh, I guess, um, will be the main factor of whether they get the same crowds because uh, South African crowds generally are uh, the biggest in the competition. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge. And then obviously after the World Cup, I think the whole global rugby landscape is going to change. Uh, so I mean, anything could happen. All right. Hold that thought, guys. We do have to break for a quick commercial. Uh, get embarked at downstairs. We'll be right back with more Super Rugby Talk on Rugby Wrap-Up right after this. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. Hey, everybody, and we're back at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34, built into Rockin' Riley's in the Renaissance Hotel here in New York City, talking rugby, and we're talking super rugby with two guys that are up to speed on all things South African and Kiwi, Mr. Jamie Wall down in Auckland and Mr. Johan LaRue outside Cape Town. All right, J- Jamie, uh, what's going on in the New Zealand and there in Super Rugby? Well, uh, plenty of injuries um, at the moment. Um, we're seeing a lot, a lot of top players uh, um, hit by hit by injuries. Uh, there hasn't there out of the five teams that we have, five pro teams. Uh, they're one that hasn't lost at least a couple of um, key players, uh, and it's probably about causing about to cause some concern for the others because uh, there are a lot of guys out at the moment. Uh, most notably, um, just had <clears throat> confirmation come through this morning that uh, Kieran Reid. Uh, will miss the June Test series against France. Um, at the moment, that's not a big deal because I think um, the All Blacks probably aren't really uh, that series uh, with the same level of intensity they would say uh, for the Rugby Championship or the NDL. Uh, however, it's what this is going to do is cause a real uh, concern about how the All Blacks will approach Super Rugby. Um, next year, of course, is the World Cup, and uh, it'll be a real problem them having all of these injuries uh, at the start of next. So uh, we could be seeing uh, a lot of them being rested um, throughout next year because really, who cares who wins Super Rugby next year as long as the All Blacks win the World Cup? Wow, that's a that's a pretty big statement to say. Who cares who wins Super Rugby? Uh, but I guess the All Blacks are all that matters in New Zealand. Uh, Johan, just heard Mr. Wall say that it's it's just about the All Blacks in terms of Super Rugby. It's not a big deal. It's more about the player welfare. Uh, is it the same for the Springboks? I think that's the ideal situation that the spring working towards. And they've put a lot of emphasis on the fact that all the different Super Rugby teams must start working together. Had a lot of endeavors trying to get all the Super Rugby teams to play the same type of game so that when it comes to team selection for the spring box, everybody is on the same page. Not quite as far as advanced as the All Blacks are, but I definitely agree with Jamie. When it comes to a World Cup year, you don't care about 
about Super Rugby. You don't care about who wins the Rugby Championship. It's all about winning uh, the Web Ellis Cup. And it's something that the, the Springboks are putting all their focus on is making sure that they are getting ready for 2019. As you probably know, they just uh, announced a new coach a couple of months ago that Rassi Erasmus is taking over. And he's only two years now to try and fix what's gone wrong in Springbok Rugby. Yeah, he, he, that's the coach that was up in, in Ireland, right? What was it? Was he at Munster? Yeah, he was director of rugby there. Come, came back to South Africa to take over as director of rugby. And that he was going to take over as head coach of the Springboks as well. Jamie, uh, so you're clarifying for the record before I completely bring down the house on you that it's just in a World Cup year that you don't care about Super Rugby as, a, as an All Blacks fan. Is that correct? Well, I wouldn't say we don't care about it. Like, obviously, I'd like the Hurricanes to win Super Rugby next year. Uh, the the main focus of 2019 is the World Cup. Um, like Johan alluded to uh, before, um, even the rugby championship really held uh, up as, as much of a, a thing. Um, and all you got to do is look at who won the rugby championship in 2015 and 2011 because it wasn't the All Blacks. But no one remembers that because we ended up winning the big one. So, yeah, that, that's kind of how it sits at the moment. Because the Hurricanes have that motto of we can do it, which is over your right shoulder. Is that is that not accurate? <laughs> uh, it's not quite their motto. Um, the Hurricanes, I have to say, I um, a pretty good start to the season. They lost their first game against the Bulls, who uh, coached um, American fans might remember uh, by John Mitchell, um, and uh, that was a bit of a shock to start the season. But since then, they've managed to win um, a lot of the games, which are very important for the New Zealand teams, um, and are currently uh, sitting right up the top there. Uh, so. Yeah, it's been up for the Hurricanes. That like, again, though, that they've been hit by a few injuries. Um, however, they've they've actually managed to put together a pretty squad um, and are putting together some good stuff. Um, the the most important players, obviously, in that team are the Barrett brothers, um, Geordie, and who I'm sure you all know, uh, and uh, TJ Perinara. Uh, so it's going to be a real t- test of depth uh, for the Hurricanes. By the way, just just for my own edification, what is a one person that plays for the Hurricanes. Does he, is he a Hurricane? Yeah, interesting you are that uh, because, yeah, he would be a Hurricane or a Cane. Um, however, uh, the ironic thing is we don't actually get Hurricanes uh, in New Zealand. They call them Cyclones down here, uh, much in the same way that they call them Typhoons in Asia. Um, so uh, we're probably the one of the strangest named teams well because we don't actually get uh, what they're called here in New Zealand. Well, interesting. I went to the University of Buffalo and uh, I've, I've touted it a zillion times on this show, but the, there weren't really buffalo up there. It was really bison. So the, ta- the town and the, the, bu- the Buffalo Bills and the university are all really named incorrectly. It should have been bison, the city of bison. Uh, Johan, I just wanted to follow up with you on the, the, what's going on in the Pro 14 with the South African teams. I mean, you guys have big stadiums that don't translate well on camera in terms of empty seats, right? And you've also got some financial constraints or some financial issues with the two teams that left. What's what's the current update on that? Well, the, the problem is that rugby, and, and it's not just a rugby problem, I think it's a, it's a sporting problem that we're having in the country at the moment, is that the guy making or supporters aren't making their way out to the stadiums anymore. We see it with football, which is the most, uh, the soccer, as, as you know, which is the most popular sport in South Africa. Even the cricket, uh, even sometimes when the Springboks play, some of the test matches aren't even sold out. So it is a problem that we are facing. Unfortunately, down in the Eastern Cape, the, the Kings, uh, a very popular 
team, but feel enough to go actually go and support. And I, I think the Cheetahs up in Bloemfontein are probably getting the most support out of the, the two South African teams in the Pro 14 competition. So there is a big push to try and get the spectators to go and watch more rugby at the venues, but it is a big problem, and we as well. How are we going to counter that? I'm not sure. And even as, as Jamie said earlier, if taking the teams to, to go and play in Europe, if that is there for South African teams, I'm not sure if that is even going to work. I think the thing that is going to get people back into the stadiums is if the Springboks actually start a bit better. And hopefully we've got the right man now to try and uh, fix the matters in terms of them. But otherwise, uh, I'm not sure how that is going to chance. The Pro 14 is going to be sticking around and the two teams are going to be sticking around a little bit longer. It's only been their first season now, so I think after this, it will only get the team will be able to adjust more to the conditions and also the travel going up to Europe. Because for a lot of these guys, these guys the top players in South Africa, they play for the four teams in the Super Rugby competition. So the, the Kings and the Cheetahs have a lot of young guys, so it's a new experience for them to go over and play in Europe and travel and, and all the challenges that come with that. So I think those teams just... and will be on the up and the next coming season, but uh, but I'm not sure. I can't I can't I can't make that statement and say that it definitely is going to get better. So so Jamie, uh, we're we're running out of time, but I got to ask you, uh, will a South, will a Kiwi team win Super Rugby? Since you Kiwis don't apparently care about Super Rugby anymore. <laughs> uh, we care about it enough that we definitely want one of our teams to win. Well, I, I, my team won. Um, I I am going to legitimately say that I think the Hurricanes can go on and win. Um, the whole thing. Um, they've got a pretty favourable draw, uh, and uh, they've already done their trip to South Africa. So yeah, I, I I would like to pick the Hurricanes. I think just from any other team, uh, I think outside of um, I think the 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 Lions again uh, look really good out of South Africa. They're playing some great rugby, and also like the Sharks are playing some good rugby as well. So uh, just for my our South African friend, um, I think both of those teams have a good chance of winning. What about uh, John Mitchell's Bulls? And I know that you met my mate Marty Veal down there the other night. Yeah, again, um, they're playing some good football as well. Uh, however, I just think that they're just a bit a bit young at the moment, uh, a bit raw, but they'll, they'll be a good team in a few years if they can keep that uh, group of players together. But like Johan alluded to before, that's the biggest challenge facing South African rugby right now is just simply keeping it together. All right, Johan, same question. Who's going who's gonna to win the competition this year in Super Rugby? Is it going to be a South African team? I would love to say that it's going to be the Lions. They, obviously, they, at the moment, they're looking like the best team to win it. So they lost in the final. Guys, we are basically out of time. But I know, Jamie, you have a question for your South, your new South African friend. Go ahead. Yeah, Johan, you're not the son of the guy who bit Sean Fitzpatrick's ear, are you? You've got the same. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I actually met Sean Fitzpatrick last year, at the beginning of last year, <laughs> to introduce him and to tell him... Uh, but no, I'm not uh, related to the famous Johan LaRue who bit uh, a piece of Sean Fitzpatrick arrow. You know what? I don't know if I believe it. I, I don't know if I believe it. Looking at you, you look a little bit too relaxed. The hair is all over the place. I think you're that guy. I think you're that guy. And I'm going to ask Sean Fitzpatrick the next time I see him if it indeed was you or your uncle or your, you know, maybe one of your relatives. But on that note, gentlemen, we are out of time. And on behalf of Mr. Jamie Wall, calling in from Auckland, and on behalf of Mr. Johan LaRue calling in from just outside Cape Town, I'm Matt McCarthy for Rugby Wrap-Up at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 here in New York City, talking rugby, rugby, rugby.